Jared, what's your favorite club to hit? Driver, full send. Welcome to another episode of the Full Sin Podcast, the inside look at life from the PGA Tour with our man, Jared Wolf. I'm Trey Griggs. Jared, what's up, man? How you doing, bud? Trey, how's it going, man? Doing well. Doing well. Coming to us from Cromwell, Connecticut for the Travelers Championship and out there for the week. Uh, first time in Connecticut? Have you played up there? Yeah, first time. First time. I haven't nice. been up here. Nice. Well, what's your initial thoughts? What, uh, what do you think so far? It's pretty cool. Uh, it kind of kind of reminds me of our our corn ferry event we had in Maine uh, last year. This is uh, not not all the way similar, but it, it's kind of getting the same kind of feel. Um, good good people, uh, you know. Grass is super green, a lot of bent grass and um, you know pine trees and things like that. So it's a cool place. Weather's good. The course is good. You've been able to practice on the course. What are your thoughts about uh, about the track up there? The course is great. It's uh, it's really good. It's, uh, I think I think there's gonna be a lot of birdies if the if the weather cooperates, uh, just because you're gonna have a lot of uh, shorter irons in. It's not exactly an extremely short course, but there's a lot of hills and a lot of uh, runouts and things that that will make the course shorter than what the number says. Um, and it's yeah. gonna rain all day today, so the greens are gonna get soft. And but it, it's a great course, in perfect shape. Yeah, and the truth is, when the greens are soft for you guys, it's like dart practice, uh, you know, throwing darts up there. So it should be a lot of fun. And you got a drivable par four on the back. I think it's number 15, uh, which is always fun <laughs> as a fan to see. I mean, people go for it. A lot of times players can hit and reach it with a three wood. Um, when you, when you, you know, look at a course like this, the weather, you get your practice rounds in, do you have to kind of almost, you know, switch gears from week to week? Like, okay, this is going to be a week where you got to be aggressive and you got to, you know, um, take a few chances maybe, or try to hit a little bit closer than you normally would. Or it, what is your mindset going in when you know that the course is going to be pretty favorable? Yeah, I think you have to, you have to know that you, um, you have to be a little more not aggressive, I guess, but you just have, you're just going to have a lot more opportunities. So, um, you just have to you have to be ready for it. If that makes sense. Uh, you know, you're gonna have a, lot, a decent amount of uh, nine irons and wedges, uh, and, and just knowing that going into the round, uh, you, you have to kind of put you in more of an aggressive mindset. Anyway, uh, not necessarily that you're aiming at flags if you wouldn't usually aim at, but you're just gonna by nature be more aggressive uh, because you're using the shorter clubs. So it's it, it's a it's an optimistic week where you, you know, before you go play you're you're excited about how many every chances you're going to have. Yeah, and, and what about that uh, drivable par four? Do you have a game plan for that in mind? Is is, is the weather going to impact it? The way the wind's blowing, or is it a is it an aggressive uh, drivable hole all week for you? Oh uh, yeah, it's going to be a green light all all four days. It's just going to be between a three wood or a driver depending on the wind. That's what we want yeah. to hear. I'm excited. I think that brings a lot of entertainment for the fans and uh, just makes it a fun hole. I love driving part fours. You hit a good shot, make an eagle. Uh, but, you know, five is in play as well. So it's just a, it's a great hole. Um, it'll be a lot of fun to watch you play that hole. For sure. Yeah. All right. Fun. Quick. 
Got a couple of fan questions we're going to jump into real quick, and then we're going to jump into a couple of other uh, dramatic matters in a moment. So uh, Jeff Earhart had a question for you this week. He wants to know, is the lobster roll all it's cracked up to be? Have you had any lobster roll since you've been up there? You know, I have not had any since I've been up here. I had some when I was in Maine. So, you know, I've had my, I've had probably a dozen lobster rolls in my life. Um, I like lobster. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of it. Uh, I don't know if I like it as much in a lobster roll. Uh, <laughs> it is good, but, you know, I think it's one of those things you you grow up on it and it's, uh, you know, it's a staple food, but uh, it, I, I do like the lobster up, uh, up in this part of the country for sure. See, lobster roll to me is deceptive because it kind of sounds like we're going to get some sushi, you know, which, which that would be money, but it's really, but it's really just lobster on a hot dog bun. And I just am not a fan uh, of that form of, of seafood on a hot dog bun. It's almost like grandma didn't have anything else and just threw it on a bun, called it lobster roll and somehow (laughs) it took off. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's the story. I'd like to know the story behind that. Yeah, the origin of that would be interesting, but it's really just lobster on a hot dog bun. I'm just not not a huge fan, but um, well, if you have one, let us know how it is. But it is definitely more of a main thing. I will say that is I've been up there and you know get get north of Boston, it's much more of a of a, of a common thing up there. Mm. Okay, so Tyler Brockman's got a, a couple questions. He's double dipping tonight for us. He says uh, he wants to know first of all, what state has the best golf courses in your opinion? Hmm. If you go with the whole state, I think you got to go California just because you get literally every type of golf course you want. Um, you know, from a link style course to uh, trees, you got mountain courses, uh, you've got you've desert got courses, pretty much yeah. desert courses. You've got, you know, green, you got uh, green courses, like you said, desert courses where it's burnt out. But yeah. I think that, I mean, you got three, when we played the West Coast swing out there, you had Pebble, which is obviously in its, its, its class. You had Tory, and then we played a PGA West. So you had kind of three different styles of golf courses there. And that, I mean, you're talking about three of what, probably 30 or 40 courses in, in California that are well known. Um, I, I think they, they take it for sure. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that. There's a lot of variety, um, a lot of differences, and some really iconic courses. I don't know that there are too many states with that many iconic tracks um, in one spot. So that's not a bad. I mean, Florida's a good, uh, good uh, place as well. Georgia has some pretty sweet courses. Um, yeah, I think you, you got to well get out of area. I think you got to get out of Florida. Uh, you know, for I think uh, nothing. I live in Florida, so I, I, I can say this, but you know, ninety percent of the courses in Florida are all the same. Uh, yeah. They're all the same kind of, you know, dynamics and different things, and they're all awesome. You know, they're all amazing. But you know, I, I grew up just like you. I grew up Midwest golf, where there's rolling hills, there's trees, there's, you know, you have oak trees and tall bluegrass and things like that. So I'm I'm a fan of that that kind of stuff. And yeah. then you know, so, um, the, the, I agree. Georgia's got a ton of good ones. Alabama's got a bunch of good ones. Um, you got the Robert Trent Jones Trail. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's there's all kinds of good golf over here, but if you want to go with the total state, California. Yeah, I think so too. You know, in, in a state that's also kind of under the radar is the state I live in, which is Missouri. You have more you know flat link style courses on the Kansas City side. On some of them, you've got some uh, resort style courses in Tantara. You've got some beautiful courses in Branson and the Ozarks. And St. Louis has a couple of really good tracks mm-hmm. too with Bell Reef with the PGA. So. 
Um, so pretty good track search ball, but I'm a little biased. I'm a little biased, you know, it's kind of how it goes. Okay. So it's not bad. It's not bad. All right. So Tyler's got a second question and his question is, uh, whether it's a PGA tour or non tour course, what is your favorite course? (laughs) And has it changed since this year being on the tour, man? I don't know. What do you think? Oh, what do you got? Yeah, it's definitely changed since I've been on the tour. Because um, Tory Pines was, I, I don't know, I just I enjoyed every bit of that. Uh, I enjoyed every bit of that golf course. Um, every course I've played on the Monterey Peninsula has been amazing. Uh, well, you know, I mean, Valhalla was always my favorite golf course because it just had nostalgia to it that I was a kid and I always wanted to play it. And finally got to play it. Um, but if you go with this tournament or not tournament, just best golf courses. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I'd have to go probably spyglass or mm, I, remember, I remember you saying that that was kind of a, you know, a, yeah. a secret gem. Yeah. Or, or Tory South course, just cause, just cause it's hard, but it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you hit a bad shot and then you just look out in the ocean and go, that's cool. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah, you see all these people hang flat and all that stuff. And they're like, Sorry, they're making a seven, but it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, that's good. I'll tell you for myself, and I know that Jeff, or Tyler didn't ask this, but for me, the best course I've ever played is uh, Southern Hills, uh, where the PG was this year. I got to play in 1998, and to this day, probably the best track that I've, that I've ever played. So uh, just a yeah. phenomenal piece of property. And um, I think people, a lot of people saw that during the, uh, the PGA championship. So absolutely. There's, uh, so, there's, there, there's so many really, really good courses out there. And like you said, that one, uh, you know, I've, I've never gotten to play the country club, but I just played the, um, Brookline. Yeah. I've been to yeah, Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, there's Cali. That's another part of the country, like New York, Massachusetts, all that area uh, is amazing. Amazing golf course. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, I, I played TBC Boston. Uh, my, my neighbor, Chris Nagel, that made the cut in the U.S. Open, which was pretty cool. He said that that course was just really, really unique and awesome. Really, really great, great track. So yeah. there's, a, there's some there's some hidden gyms all around the country. Ohio's got some great courses, too. So we could, we could probably talk sure. all night about courses, but there's some pretty good courses out there, that's for sure. All right. So let's uh, let's transition to the, uh, the story of the day and the issue kind of of the day. That was that um, yesterday – no, excuse me. Today, uh, Jay Monahan had a press conference – where he talked about the future of the PGA tour at the same time, Brooks Kepka was announced as joining the LIV golf tour. You guys had a meeting with uh, commissioner Monaghan yesterday. Where, where do we stand with things? What's the state of things after hearing from, from Jane, a private meeting and now the press conference that he had as a player, you know, what's your take on all this so far? Yeah. So the, the, the cool thing is, uh, you know, that press conference that he did was, it was it was a a bit of a condensed version of what we went through during the player meeting. So there wasn't a lot that we were told uh, differently than what he let out in the media. The only difference was it was maybe a little more unfiltered. Uh, it, was, it was a little more raw, uh, and and that was that was good. You know, it was good. But we had a great had a great uh, you know meeting with him. Uh, he, he just reinstated how solid the PGA tour is and, and that they have a plan and they have, um, they have things that, um, that they're going to do that that's, you know, that they're implementing now that you're seeing, um, some more things down in the pipelines, uh, 
that they've already that they've been working on since before this live golf stuff happened and and uh and, and all that but he, he really reiterated that the tour's in a good spot the players are in a good spot but it's going to take a collective effort from all the players um to to stand behind it and voice their opinion on, on their support for the PGA Tour. Um, you know, he, he reiterated to us that the sponsors are happy. The sponsors are, are, you know, the sponsors are behind us. Not, not that anybody's really happy with what's going on, but the sponsors are behind us. They, they believe in the tour. They believe in us as the players. Uh, I, I came out of the meeting very encouraged um, and very uh, optimistic for, you know, for how things are going to turn out for the PGA Tour. Yeah, and certainly there's uh, there's going to be more you know money for the players, which I think is great. I'm sure as a competitor, you're not too disappointed about that, uh, you know, and the opportunity that you guys have. Um, what was the what, what's the mood like? First of all, did, did most of the players participate? Was it mandatory? And what was kind of the mood like among the players? Is it is it pretty much in solidarity? Is it still kind of like a lot of questions out there and concerns, or what, what's the take on that? Yeah, it wasn't mandatory, but. Um, I've been to both mandatory and non-mandatory meetings before, and this one was by far the most crowded non non-mandatory meeting I've ever been to. Uh, most of the non-mandatories were just kind of there. They're giving us a couple of tidbits or whatever, and you know, shake some hands when we leave. Um, but this one lasted an hour and a half, Q and A, and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I think I think we all went in there kind of wondering okay you know what what's this going to be what where are we at what are we going to be you know, all the troops kind of curious in their questions and they were there as transparent as they could be at the time right now there's there's some things that they said you know, that they that we can't discuss yet um and, and, and different things and and so that we understood how that works and so we uh i i believe that like i said the collective feeling was a kind of a a little bit of a breath of fresh air afterward during it was a little tense because we you know, kept, you know, wanting to know what was the next thing he was going to say. And uh, I think after, during the Q and a, it was, it was, um, you know, it was kind of like, it, it was optimistic, but it was, there were really good questions. There were questions that, you know, we, we, we think we know the answer to this, but we need to hear it. We need to hear these questions. And there were these answers. And we got those answers that we, that a lot of us asked. And, uh, and I, I think there's also, you know, I think everybody in there was probably looking around to the left and right thinking like, who's in this meeting? Let's go on. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. who's in this? Yeah. Who's, hopefully, hopefully who's next? Yeah, hopefully none of them. But you have to think, you know, going with the odds. Or somebody in this room that's going to be going, and he's, you know, how is that to be sitting in this room right now? But, um, but yeah, like I said, the, the, it's just it's just a weird time right now. But like I, said, I think for given situations, I, I think everybody left there optimistic, at least with the stance on how they're going to handle um, the lift tour. Yeah, and it seems like uh, at least for for the foreseeable future, the next couple of months that that both tours are going to continue going forward. Do, do, you, do you envision a day where, um, you know, they're going to, they're going to coexist and that they're going to have to work something out where players can go back and forth. Or do you think it's going to be, there's going to be some solidarity here that, Hey, you have, you pick one or the other. Um, and then along those same lines, what are the majors going to do? What do you anticipate that the major championships, which are independent of the PGA, 
are going to do about this if if a if a decent number of you know players do you know go over to the live tour. Uh, what are your thoughts on the on the on the two coexisting? I don't I don't think there's going to be a time where both tours are living in any sort of harmony. Um, I don't I don't think there's going to be any coexisting together uh, without without a battle. Um, I don't think there will be any harmony uh, at all. Um, at least, at least in the foreseeable future, with the actions that the Elitor is taking uh, and making it such a blatantly obvious, um, you know, in the commissioner's term, hostile takeover. Um, you can call it sports washing. You can call it uh, trying to buy the game of golf. But if they're not doing it the right way, if they were wanting to partner with somebody, and uh, so I just don't, I don't see that happening to her personally, in my opinion. Um, and then as far as the majors go, uh, you know, Jay was telling us that each one of those is independently from the PGA tour. Um, now Jay does have say things and, you know, it's on boards with them and, um, you know, and, and has communication with all of them. Um, but he said that's something that we have to wait and see how it, how it plays out. Uh, he couldn't give us a ton of information on that. But I think it's, I think, you know, it's because, like I said, he, he doesn't have over that so he didn't want to say uh, yay or nay what it was going to be like but you know we have all the players and we kind of came to the conclusion that you know if these guys don't get if these guys continue to play on that tour and that tour doesn't end up getting official world golf ranking points you know they're not going to be eligible to play in major championships in a right right you know so it's it's going to shake out the way it should for the i think for the pta um, I think, it, like I said, this is this is going to all. I think I think the PGA Tour is going to continue on and it's going to thrive. And I don't I don't I don't know what the majors are going to do. If you're asking me personally, outside of that meeting, um, what my thoughts are on what the majors are going to do, I think you're going to see probably a first year kind of doing what the U.S. Open did. It's kind of like, hey, you know, these guys are already qualified. Based on how they played during the year, it's kind of hard to take that away from them. But you know, going forward, we might be changing things. That's that's kind of my take on it. Um, but I think I think they'll be kind of like you know, we're going to honor the qualification that these guys already had to get into our event. But then going forward, we might have some discussion about where it'll be. That that's my personal opinion. And again, that was not conveyed in the meeting at all. That's just what I think. Yeah, it's it's interesting when we think about the coexistence of both tours. I don't think that Greg Norman is uh, ever wanting to play friendly with the PGA Tour. I think he's made that clear. So that's kind of the route that that's going to go. But there's a couple of things that if they happen, it's going to either make or break the tour. One, like you mentioned, is the official world golf ranking points. If they don't get points, like you said, they're eventually just not going to be eligible. But the second one to me is, you know, who is the LIV, the golf tour, going to attract in the next generation with the amateur players? You know, are they going to be able to draw away college kids that graduate that don't want to go through the rigors of Q school and the corn Ferry tour to get to the PGA tour. They just want to play and get, get paid right away. You know, what's going to happen with that. I think those two issues are going to be pretty critical to kind of how this thing unfolds moving forward. You agree with that? You disagree? Would you add anything to it? I, mean, I agree to a certain extent for sure. Um, again, this is none of this is from the meeting. This is just all hundred percent Jared. Let's say it's Jared. Lot. Let's say it's Jared. Um, 
Yeah, the first book of Jared, chapter two. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Totally. Um, totally. I'm kidding. Uh, the uh, no, I, I no, it, it's there's 48 man or 54 man fields. There, yeah, the money sounds great. Um, I, I just you know, and yes, it's going. They're going to take. They're going to take a few guys every year, um, but you know. What, what are these college guys going to do when they graduate and they're offered? Well, I mean, they're, they're not going to get offered a hundred million or 50 million. You know, they're going to get offered what a million, two million to go play. And they're going to have a contract for maybe a year or two years. They go to that tour and they don't perform to the, to the likings of the Saudi or, or of Greg Norman or of whatever. Right. Who's they're making done. that decision? They're, yeah. they're done. Yeah, they're done. Like they're they're not going right. to play on the PGA Tour. They're not going to be able to go play in anything else. And you know that's a gamble that they're going to have to take. And I just don't. I think you're going to have. I think you're going to have a handful of those players make that risk. But I don't think. I don't think it's going to ruin the product of the PGA Tour. I think it's obviously going to put a small little little dent. But I don't think it's going to. I don't think this is going to do a ton. PGA Tour, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, the great news is that it just continues to give more opportunity uh, for guys like yourself. And the drama on the PGA Tour the last three or four weeks has been just <laughs> unbelievable. The the level of play and the uh, the entertainment, the storylines. And uh, excited for this week because Travelers is a great tournament. And uh, excited to see you get out there and uh, you know and play. And um, what are you looking forward to most this week? You know, getting out there, um, getting back into the to the groove of being out in tournament golf. Yeah, I'm most excited of uh, about the opportunity to play. I've worked hard the last couple of weeks and, and I'm ready to ready to get that to translate over to the golf course. And I've seen a lot of good things at home. Uh, so I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to see those translate over to the course. Yeah, no, it's very exciting to, uh, to get that off and uh, get that started off tomorrow. And I got an afternoon tea time. Do you, um, do you like the afternoon morning wave? Are you pretty excited about the, the, uh, uh, the shifts that you got here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I'm a fan of, of, the, of the draw. Yeah, I like this draw a lot because you, you get it going on Thursday afternoon and then you just go to sleep and get up and just keep it going on Friday morning. I think that's a, you know, that's a really, really good uh, good draw for you, which is exciting. And who are you playing with uh, you know, tomorrow? We got uh, Joseph Bramlett and David Skins. Okay, do you, uh, David Skins. He's, uh, he's, he won the, um, uh, the Nebraska event, I believe, last year on Port Ferry Tour, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a great tournament. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, man, hey, listen, we wish you well tomorrow. Hope you have a great time. We got the family with you this week, so uh, you know, hope you get to enjoy uh, some time with them off the course as well. And uh, look forward to uh, talking to you on the next episode, man. Thanks for your time. Awesome, Trey. Thanks so much, man. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Full Send Podcast, an inside look at Jared Wolf's journey on the PGA Tour. If you enjoy this episode, be sure to give us a like and leave a comment. That will help others find us easier. And until next time, hit them long and hit them straight. We'll see you soon.